I'm James Brian Smith. Welcome to the Things Above podcast. You're listening to episode 83. If you missed the pilot episode or this is your first time listening, this is a podcast for what we call Mind Discipleship. It's a podcast for those who want to set their minds on things above. That's where the name of the podcast comes from, from Colossians 3.2, where Paul says, set your minds on things above. James Allen wrote, whatever your present environment may be, you will fall, remain, or rise with your thoughts. You will become the vision that you glorify in your mind. Ooh, that's a good one. You'll become the vision you glorify in your mind. Today's thought from above is this, you are designed for a divine destiny. Here's a headline that caught my attention. Extinct date palms grown from 2,000-year-old seeds found near Jerusalem. Wait, what? The story that follows explains how, just a few years ago, scientists found seeds from a plant that had been extinct for centuries a plant we only know about through history books, but had long since become extinct centuries ago. These scientists had discovered seeds that were 2,000 years old, and they were able to grow date palm trees from them, ones that actually bore fruit. I thought, this is astounding. I mean, they found these seeds in caves in and around the ancient palace built by King Herod the Great. Yes, that King Herod the Great, who appears in the Christmas story, the one who tricks the wise guys or tries to trick the wise guys, and he had the innocent slaughtered. So not a good guy, Herod the Great. But apparently he liked to eat dates because these palm trees, these date palm trees were everywhere. Okay, so these seeds go back to the time of Jesus, first century BC. A scientist named Sarah Salin and her colleagues were able to grow a date palm tree from one of the seeds. She and her team then went on to grow six more. So from seeds that were over 2,000 years old, they grew these trees. Now, you may be saying, well, how did they know how old these seeds were? Well, radiocarbon dating, more science. So they could figure out that's how old these seeds actually are, how long they've been around. The historical accounts from that region and the time describe the palm date trees in this region as producing large, sweet dates that even had, they thought, medicinal properties. The historian Pliny the Elder, that's a great name, Pliny the Elder described these dates in his history accounts as having, quote, a wine-like flavor that was as sweet as honey. Makes me hungry just thinking about them. So again, a seed that came to be 2,000 years ago, a seed that was around when Jesus walked the earth sat dormant in a cave for 2,000 years, and then scientists were able to grow a palm date tree from it, and then it grew these sweet wine and honey tasting dates. It's just kind of a cool story. Now, if you think, "Mm, is he making this up? You can read about it. There's a link on our website that we're having posted, www.apprenticeinstitute.org. You can Click on the link and read the story. Promise it's true. Now, when I read this article, I was astounded. My mind was kind of blown away on so many levels. But then one day I I was praying, I was reading, meditating, 
journaling. That's kind of my jam. And while I was doing it, suddenly I put these thoughts together because I'd been studying uh, the works of Father Adrian von Kamm. Adrian von Kamm was a Catholic author and teacher from the 20th century, 1920 to 2007 he lived. And he's had a big impact on me. I, don't, I didn't meet him personally, but I've read, I have almost all of his books, and he wrote a lot. But von Kamm has this image that he uses to explain spiritual formation that I found particularly intriguing, and that is that he uses the analogy of seeds. What Father von Kamm does is he explains that seeds contain a form. And keep that word in mind, form, because it's going to come around a lot. Now, look, you can't see the form of what the seed can become when you're looking at a seed. All you see is the seed. But within the seed is a form of something that is destined to become something else. Like the form is in there. So, for example, in the fall, my two giant oak trees in my front yard produce hundreds of acorns. And it's, I mean, a lot. And the squirrels love it. But these acorns, sometimes I'll step on them or I'll pick one up. And I'll look at it. These acorns contain within them the form of an oak tree. But when I look at the acorn, I can't see an oak tree. It's hidden within it. All I see is an acorn. But the form of an oak is contained within it. One other point about acorns. The form that is within this acorn must become or can only become an oak. It is not going to become an elm tree or a maple tree or a palm date tree. It's going to become an oak. That's the form that is within it. So Adrian von Kamm taught that this is a perfect analogy for Christian spiritual formation. Let me explain. So he he took the idea of the seed that has the form within it, and he talked about how it has a pre-formation. And what he said is, human beings, we are designed with a pre-formation as well. This is what he writes. All of our possibilities and all of our limits have been preformed or given unto us by the divine forming mystery. Now, you need to know this. For Adrian von Kamm, the divine forming mystery is God. So, when he says this about us, that all our possibilities and all of our limits have been preformed by the divine forming mystery, he means God. So, just as the acorn has the possibility of becoming an oak, and the acorn is also limited in that it can only become an oak tree, in the same sense, the divine forming mystery, which is God, particularly the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, has divinely formed us, preformed us. So the divine forming mystery, God, creates us who are divinely formed mysteries with a form. And that's what I want to talk about. So, for example, if someone says to you, hey, who, who are you? You can answer, I'm a divinely formed mystery. That should probably raise an eyebrow. But it's true. We as Christians believe that. So that's what preformation means. We have been preformed, previously formed. So when we come into this world, that form is within us in the same sense that there's a form within the seed. And that form, von Kamm explains, is the image of God, or in Latin, it's the imago Dei. We're all born with the image of God. That's back in Genesis 126, let us make human beings in our kind, in our image, 
right? There's the, the image of God. Now, you've heard me say in this podcast before, Jesus said in John 14, 9, if you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And he also said, I and the Father are one. So therefore, when we talk about the image of God, the Imago Dei, we're also talking about the image of Christ or the Imago Christi because it's the same. Why is that important, Jim? Well, because that means that the inner form hidden in all of us is the Christ form. So, when we say, as we do on this podcast, I'm one in whom Christ dwells and delights, that is true on two levels. Because the Christ form is and always has been in us, it's in every one of us. It's preformed in every human being. But when I surrender to Christ, as I have, and I'm suspecting many of you have, when we surrender to Christ, we claim him as Lord. By the power of the Spirit, Christ comes to dwell in us, in our spirit. And we're born from above, to use the language in John 3. It's by the power of the Spirit, for example, that I feel the delight of Christ. So when I say, I'm Jim in whom Christ dwells and delights, I do that by the power of the Spirit. It's how I'm able to cry out, Abba, Father, as Paul said in Romans 8. So, like the seed that contained the form of a date palm tree, we have all been preformed to be conformed to the image of Christ, which is precisely why Paul says in Romans 8.29, such an important verse, Romans 8.29, Paul says, For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his Son. Well, there's a lot in that verse. What it's saying is, God knew you long before you came to be. God foreknew you, and he predestined you, von Kahn would say, preformed you to be conformed to the image of Christ. You see, preformation, von Kahn goes on to explain, is our divinely preplanned essence that precedes our existence. That's how von Kahn puts it in his book, Foundations of Christian Formation. That pre-planned, pre-formed essence precedes our existence. So, well, what does this mean for you and me today? As you listen to this, does this matter? Absolutely. A long, long time ago, the Trinity designed you and destined you to emerge one day. You were divinely pre-planned and divinely pre-designed. That's why the thought from above for this episode is this. You are designed for a divine destiny. Okay, so, well, what is that destiny? What have we been preformed to be? I mean, we all want to know that. Like, what am I supposed to become? What am I supposed to be? Well, Paul answers that in his epistles. In Ephesians 1.4, Paul writes, God chose us in Christ before the foundation of the world to be holy and blameless before him in love. So, before the foundation of the world, that's a long time ago, millions of years ago, God chose us in Christ. What a thought. That's what von Kamm calls our preformation. And we're designed, he says, to be holy and blameless before him in love. But what does that mean? Holy and blameless sounds intimidating, because I am neither holy or blameless on my own. Well, now i got to turn to Galatians 4.19. Galatians 4.19, I often tell my students in spiritual formation, this is the central verse of Christian spiritual formation. Paul writes, My little children, 
for whom I am again in the pain of childbirth, until Christ is formed in you. There it is. Until Christ is formed in you. Christian spiritual formation, Galatians 4.19. Christ formed in us. But see, what von Kamm's saying is, we are all chosen and designed for a divine destiny. That destiny is to be conformed to the image of Christ. So in other words, Christian spiritual formation is what everybody's designed for. Not just those of us who say, oh yeah, I want to learn about spirituality or I want to go deeper or whatever. Everybody's preformed and designed for that. Before the world existed, God had you in mind. And God chose for you to emerge in a particular time and place, within a particular family and culture, with particular skills and talents and abilities. I mean, we're all unique in that sense, but we're all called to the same end, to become like Christ. Having Christ formed in us doesn't mean that we're all going to look and act and live the same way. doesn't mean that we have to all, you know, get on a plane and go to Jerusalem and put on a tunic and sandals and walk around the Sea of Galilee. No, that's not what it means. It goes back to our preformation. We've all been uniquely called into something. Each of us were designed to do what we're called to do, and I'll talk about that in another episode. But what we all have in common, what all of us are called to be, is to be conformed to the image of Christ. In other words, we're all called to bear the same fruit as Jesus, which, as we know, is the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, meekness, faithfulness, and self-control. That list of the fruit of the Spirit is Jesus. Jesus was bearing that fruit all of the time. And that's why when Paul says that in Galatians 5, that we're called to bear the fruit of the Spirit, that's what it means to be like Christ. We're called to live our lives, as Dallas said, to live our lives as Jesus would if he were I, if he were me, if he were in my position. But the thing we have in common is it's to be conformed to the image of Christ and to bear the fruit of the Spirit. So just like the palm date seeds, right? They had within them the form of a palm date tree. But those seeds sat dormant for two millennia. Then one day they were germinated and sprouted and grew and grew and grew and eventually bore fruit. Delicious dates that taste like wine and honey. Isn't that wonderful? It's the same with you. Long, long time ago, you were preformed, chosen, designed for a divine destiny to be conformed to the image of Christ and to bear the fruit of the Spirit. What a thought from above. I mean, this is a thought from above worth setting our minds upon. Let me close with a poem written by Father Adrian von Kamm. It's a poem about longing to connect with that preformed origin to our divine forming mystery. Listen now to this poem. Whisper to me again how you formed me in my mother's womb, fashioned me over generations, over eons of unfolding of the earth until it could bear life on its flaky crust, the dust from which you formed our earthly frame, endowing each of us with a name known to you alone. 
Remind me how I dwelt in you, my source and origin. A call from eternity, an archetype of life to be, unique and irreplaceably your own. I hope you'll join me next week for episode 84. It's a Things Above conversation with Carolyn Ahrens. She's fantastic, a singer, songwriter, author. She's just fantastic. I know you're going to enjoy it. Until then, you can find me on Twitter and Facebook at James Brian Smith. And you can learn more about this podcast at ApprenticeInstitute.org. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And you can also subscribe, which means you'll get them automatically each week. My hope is that one day if you're asked, what's on your mind? Your answer will be, things above.